Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord be with you. Let us pray. 
Grant us, O Lord, we pray thee, to trust in thee with our whole heart, seeing that as thou dost always resist the proud who confide in their own strength, so thou dost not forsake those who make their boast of thy mercy. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah. Say to those who are of a, fearful, of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. The word of the Lord.
A reading from James. My brethren, show no partiality as you hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a man with gold rings and in fine clothing comes into your assembly, and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in, and you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing and say, Have a seat here, please. Why you say to the poor man, Stand there, or sit at my feet. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brethren. Has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he has promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man. Is it not the rich who oppress you? Is it not they who drag you into court? Is it not they who blaspheme the honorable name by which you are called? If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You do well. But if you show partiality, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become guilty of all of it. What does it profit, my brethren, if a man says he has faith but has no works? Can his faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and in lack of daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warm and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what does it profit? So faith by itself has no works, is dead. The word of the Lord. be with you. The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ according to St. Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. And from there he arose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon, and he entered a house and would not have anyone know it, yet he could not be hidden. But immediately a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, let the children be fed, for it is not right to take the children's bread and to throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, yes, Lord, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, for this saying, you may go your way. The demon has left your daughter. 
And she went home and found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. Then he returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, through the region of the Decapolis. And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to lay his hand upon him. And taking him aside from the multitude privately, he put his fingers into his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed, and he said to him, Ephthapa, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. He charged them to tell no one, but the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Grant, O Lord, that thy word only may be spoken and thy word only may be received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. (coughs) A very wise person once told me this. The less a person gives to the parish, the more are the difficulties you will have from them. The less a person gives to the parish, the more are the difficulties you will have from them. Now, this wise person did not mean an actual dollar amount or to imply that the wealthier among us cause less discord. Rather, he was speaking of the ratio between a person's income and of that income what portion went to the parish. And after eight years of parish ministry, And after having observed and being involved by invitation in countless disputes in other parishes, I can objectively say that what this wise person said is a rule. In fact, beloved in the Lord Jesus Christ, this morning I will go farther. Propose the thesis that it is a law. The less a person gives to the parish, the more are the difficulties you will have from them. Now why? Why would I say such a thing? It seems logical, reasonable, that some people might just be more disposed to agreement or more disposed to discord based on many other factors than giving. Basing a law or a thesis on contribution alone is careless and unthinking. It could certainly be argued. But I will stand by what I have said and what has been told me, and I do so founded on the certainties of faith. Faith. Now faith has two meanings. Objectively, faith is a word used to describe the sum, the totality of the truths revealed by God in Holy Scripture and in the traditions of the church. 
Things like the creed, corporal and spiritual acts of mercy, virtues, prayers and rituals in our liturgy. These are the sum and presentation of God's revelation, faith. Subjectively, faith is a word used to describe a habit, the habit, or the virtue by which we assent to those objective truths handed us by God. So it's what we do with the information we've been given. So faith, as I will use the word today, is our response to God and His revelation. And the manner in which we respond to God and His revealed truths are two. We have intellectual actions and physical actions. If a person sees the parish as a mere social gathering, a place for local or civic historiosity, or sees the parish as a thing that serves their needs, as an institution that exists for some self-serving purpose, now that's the intellectual act that will give poorly, the physical act. Or if a person believes or has a different faith other than that which the church proclaims, a faith that holds perhaps that the church is not central or even essential to eternal life, and as such a central part of their salvation, then they will give poorly. But on the other hand, if a person believes what the church teaches, that God is found here in unique ways in the sacraments and in the liturgies and the communion and fellowship we find here and in the communion of the saints, and as such is central, as such is essential to our salvation, they will give freely and as a high priority. If a person holds to the faith that what is offered here is indeed offered to God, when we give our money here, it is an offering to the Lord God and used for the advancement of His kingdom, then that person will sacrifice other things to offer to God the first fruits of her or his labor at the altar. If a person holds a faith that proclaims the minister and the ministries of the church have an eternal nature to them, that what we do here on Sunday mornings and every weekday is the most important thing we do in our lives, then of course the manner in which they allocate funding reflects that. Now, there's a caveat that some who are newer to the faith or have overtaxed expenses will have to learn different ways to overcome different obstacles. But in fact, as they do so, I argue that they are actually growing in faith and in commitment to the faith of the church. So then, the actions of our lives are a mirror, are a reflection of the liveliness or depth of our faith. It's a law. And I think it is true that this law extends into other parts and areas of our life outside of giving. St. James certainly finds this connection in his epistle we read from this morning. He says, what does it profit, my brethren, if a man says he has faith but has not works, can his faith save him? If a brother or sister is ill-clad in lack of daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what does it profit? Faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. James's admonition has at his foundation this. Every human being is made in the image and likeness of God. The second layer of James' foundation of his admonition is that when we love and serve the poor, 
others, we serve Christ. Christ himself said as much in Matthew's gospel. Insomuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. So if you have a lively faith, a faith that is alive, it will show forth in your care for the poor and the needy, for the orphan and the widow, and especially for those in the parish. But this idea of an active and lively faith extends into other areas of our lives besides our care for the poor and our giving. A person with an lively faith exudes joy, exudes peace, even in the worst and most trying situations. Even in situations that seem hopeless, you will see in a person with an active and alive faith, joy, peace. A person with an active and alive faith manifests or makes real that faith in many other ways, holding back from gossip, not speaking ill of others, being moderate, humble, patient, kind, being diligent, not giving up or giving in, saying what they do, they actually do. The list goes on and on and on. So then, it's a law that if we believe the faith and the teaching of the church to be true, if we believe what Jesus Christ said to be true, if we say that we have faith in Jesus Christ, our lives will look a certain way. Our actions will show forth that faith. Now I have an exercise for you. Think about your own actions. If you were to step outside yourself and look inward, if you were to pretend you were someone else and look at your own life, look at what your life looks like, would you see a charitable person? Would you see a person that goes out of his or her way to help others? Would you see a virtuous person, kind, humble, patient, modest, free from gossip, and murmuring and speaking ill of others? If you looked at yourself, would you see a person whose actions left no doubt that they were a person of great faith in Jesus Christ? This activity, beloved in the Lord Jesus Christ, is how we measure our faith. The actions and the activity of our lives. It's tough. Now, if you're anything like me, and I'm betting you're all probably better than I am, when you entertain this exercise, it's frightening. It's hard. It's scary. The pride, selfishness, lack of care and concern, the lack of generosity shows through. But fear not. Fear not. For great athletes did not set the world on fire and set world records by sitting upon the couch. Rather, they ran day after day, hour after hour. They arose before dawn, before anyone else, and practiced long and hard hours to be their absolute best. And it's the same for the great, great saints of the church. They did not become great saints by sitting idly by. They prayed hard and long hours. They rose before the rest, before the sun even, and practiced virtue in any and all situations. 
They trained their minds and bodies to be disciplined in humility, charity, patience, modesty. They practiced these things until the day they exchanged heaven for earth. So if, like me, you could give more, you could hold your tongue more than you do, if you lose your cool a little too quickly or too often, if your life needs some work to shine forth with faithful works and actions, there is a remedy. Practice. Practice. Take prayer seriously, for this is the foundation of every godly and faithful action, for a lively faith. Be conscious of your actions. If you struggle in a certain area, pay more attention to that area in your actions. Generous people did not become generous by accident. They learned to give little by little, bit by bit. They extended themselves further and further. They took a great leap of faith and in doing so became stronger in that faith. The way to deepen your faith, the way to peace and to love and to mercy and to salvation itself is through your actions. Through faith that what Jesus said is true and putting what he has said into action in your life. As a new school year begins, as fall begins to show her colors, as we move into yet another season and cycle, do not forget that faith without works is a dead faith. Faith must be practiced and lived out. Brethren and sistren, today let us commit ourselves anew to faithful actions in our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us take leaps of faith. Let us rise early and practice our virtues. Let us spend our moments in prayer. Let us train and practice living virtuous and faithful lives. Let us work together to the end that when people look upon our lives, they will have no doubt that we are people of great faith by the actions and activities that show forth in our lives. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Standing, let us affirm our faith in God and in His Holy Church. We believe in one God,
kneeling, let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy. We commend to your mercy all who have died, that your will for them may be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. For your handmaids with child, especially Elizabeth Hancock and Jennifer Malone, and for those celebrating birthdays this week, especially Beth Brazier, Philip Higginbotham, Chris Peavy, and Lee Walters, and also for those celebrating anniversaries this week, especially Bubba and Paula Watkins, for those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit, especially Erica Adams, Alfredo Adams, Kay Anderson, Donna Applewhite, John Barnett, Mike Blanford, Suzanne Boyd, Beth Boykin, Adam Bucklew, Dewey Blackledge, James Ray Bush, Lucas Araldo, Mary Craft, Ethan Estes, Sean Eubanks, Linda Fortneau, Michelle Gibson, Caitlin Graham, Jan Pilgrim Haluga, Hal Hedrick, Bill Hersom, Leroy Jensen, Lynn Jenkins Lindsay, Pat Killen, Mary Lou Lott, Della McAllister, Josie McDaniel, Bay McGinnis, Jean Miller, Mike Mink, Mara Murray, Whitney Pickering, Yarborough Piper, Nedra Pruitt, Jenny Lou Quang, Catherine Rich, Ashley Rogers, Mary Rutledge, Diane Scott, Don Smith, Ella Smith, Wendy Sneed, Carolyn Rustansel, Deputy Tony Stiles, Joyce Thames, Bradley Touchstone, Martha Jane Tyler, Susan Vetter, Mary Wade, Shirley Waldrop, Dan Walters, Donna and Milton Wheeler, 
Erlene Wright, and Lisa Worrell, for those who suffer from chronic illnesses, and for those we now name either silently on our hearts or aloud on our lips. For the protection of the men and women of our armed forces at home and abroad, especially John Asbell, Louisa Balthazar, Chase Bradshaw, John Brewer, Michael Buechler, Michael Cahill, Mark Carter, Melissa Kleckler, Dan Harris, Jay Holloway, Scott Howell, Eric Gamilio, Walton Lucky, Calvin Powell, Carol Russell, Michael Thomas, Joe Vinson, James Warner, Mark Waters, and Wyatt Welch. Almighty God, who has bestowed thy grace upon thy people by thy Son, Jesus Christ, grant us, we beseech thee, to be enriched with his manifold gifts, that patiently enduring through the darkness of this world, we may be found shining like lamps in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ, when he cometh in his kingdom, to whom be, be praise and glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Good morning, everyone, and welcome, welcome to the parish on this fine uh, fall morning. I hope everyone's enjoying it. Uh, a, a few announcements. This week, we'll begin our sort of normal fall schedule. Uh, we do have matins or morning prayer every morning in the chapel at 8.10. Uh, it's been pretty well attended this week, and uh, people are enjoying it, so it's a great way to start your day, or uh, for those of you who have children at St. John's, uh, something to do immediately after you drop your children off. 
Uh, we also, this Wednesday, will have Eucharist with healing, the sacrament of healing or unction uh, at 12.05 in the chapel. Uh, and then the vestry will meet this week, Wednesday night as well, so please keep us all in your prayers. Um, the ECW meeting, uh, we're beginning off again this fall. It'll be Monday, September 24th. That's, that's coming up. Mark your calendars. Uh, and then also on September 19th uh, is the big day when we'll, the EYC will un, uh, unveil their uh, EYC Spanish pilgrimage video. So uh, we'll also have uh, even song for the Feast of the Holy Cross. So bring your crosses from home and, we'll, and we will bless them during that even song and then we'll watch the Spanish video. And so there's a lot of other saved the dates on there, but uh, please make note of those and sign up to feed the EYC if you want to. You may either, uh, if you don't cook, you're welcome to give us uh, money and we'll, and we'll buy something for the kids to eat or, or, or uh, make plans that way. So feel free to do that. Um, again, everyone, welcome. Ascribe to the Lord the honor to his name, bring offerings and come into his courts.
things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own have we given thee. The holy sacrifice of this Eucharist is offered to the greater glory of God and thanksgiving for his many, many blessings upon our lives. Giving thanks especially this day for the blessings of Jesus found in our lives. We pray that we may live grace-filled lives and take leaps of faith, deepening and livening our own faith for the world. We give thanks for the start of another successful academic church school year. Pray God's blessings upon that ministry. And may the souls of all the faithfully departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this. 
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and for assuring us in these holy mysteries that we are living members of the body of your Son and heirs of your eternal kingdom. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory now and forever. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. Lord be with you. The Mass is ended. Go in peace to love and to serve the Lord.